0: On the farm today, we focus in on forage agronomy. Joining me right now, Ken Wall, a forage specialist with Federated Cooperatives. And Ken, when we're talking uh, about seeding, you start basic, right? You wanna make sure that you're seeding your forages into a good clean field.
1: Yes, I think that's the key. Make sure you control your weeds at least a year prior uh, so that you don't end up with surprises like Canada thistle, field bindweed, or, or scentless chamomile, or some of those really tough to control weeds. Um, the annuals you can always handle. Um, forages are very aggressive once they get established. So, but, but competing against the Canada thistle is going to be difficult if you don't control it first.
0: And when is the ideal time to seed? Some producers talk spring, some talk fall. In order to get the best catch, uh, what should they be
1: looking at? For my, my opinion, is, is uh, in the southwest, I like spring seeding. Um, in May sometime, always seems to produce the best results. For example, you get a half inch of rain. Uh, it's going to go a lot further than a half inch of rain the end of June. Um, we get dry conditions. We get a lot of wind. Um, so I like spring seeding sometimes, though you need to seed in fall. If you're seeding a saline area that is wet enough and you can't get your machinery onto it, until after your, your frost uh, sets in. Um, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But uh, my first choice would be spring seeding.
0: What about in other areas of the province? Does that matter?
1: Well, uh, the further north you go, the more prevalent fall seeding and, and dormant seeding is simply because you can put the seed in the standing stubble and you get a snow catch the beginning of November or middle of November, and it stays covered till the, right up until spring. Uh, however in the southwest we can often get better germination conditions in february than we have in april or may so uh, it's always something to watch for
0: seed bed preparation
1: firm firm uh, and and level Um, if you've got good standing stubble uh, and it's nice and smooth uh, by all means seed directly into that Uh, if not um, pack it uh, make sure you got good level and uh, a seed bed walking on it, you shouldn't make any more than a half-inch dent with your heel. It should be that firm.
0: You reference saline soils, and you say when uh, we're looking at, at seeding into saline soils, you, you want to work that up.
1: Yeah, we found that uh, working with the federal government, we typically worked up our soils, and I think what, what we did is we mixed up the salts. We tried to seed before a pretty significant rain, and so you mix up the salts in the top three, four, or five inches, and then you get a rainfall and flush them down a little bit more, I think you give that seed a fighting chance to be able to get established. And often, once the roots are established, if they can get below two or three inches or four inches, uh, it may not even be that salty down there. And uh, they may be able to take make use of the water and thrive.
0: How big an issue are saline soils?
1: Saline soils are huge. Um huge issue. And, and you know, you hear things like, well, it seems to be getting worse and, and whatever. So you get a year where you get a lot of rainfall. Um, sometimes it looks like maybe they're not as, it's not as prevalent of an issue. However, what happens when you get a year with a lot of rainfall, you get more salts going into solution, you get more water moving around, water runs downhill, it shows up in draws in lower areas, and then you get a year like 17 or even 18 where you're in a major moisture deficit t- situation you get more evaporation and you get water coming down and of course it's going to go up and as the water evaporates from the soil surface it leaves the salts there and it leaves those telltale white signs so um, it follows moisture cycles uh, the problem is here because we're in a moisture deficit situation on the prairies and it's always going to be a part of it
0: You say about two-thirds of the forages going in are going into saline soils.
1: Yes, because, you know, the annual guys are going to grow their annual crops, and and, and it makes sense. Uh, But if you can't grow an annual crop, you got to do something. And uh, forages tend to be more salt tolerant. And um, because of that, a lot of forages being seeded are being seeded into, might be slightly saline soils, but they're being seeded into saline soils.
0: Ken Wall is a Ford Specialist with Federated Cooperatives. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vosler.